Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, Larissa here. Now, last week on the podcast, we talked all about setting huge goals for ourselves and really deciding to be the one that goes for it in 2020. And I'm super excited about this because when I plan out my future, it reminds me that I'm in control of my future. I'm in control of creating my own storybook. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes on the podcast, Uh, I'm all about the theme of leveling up in 2021 as we close out 2020 and we step into a new year full of direction and focus like life is for living right we only get one life now the last two episodes we talked about looking back so we can look forward and learning a lot of the lessons that 2020 has gifted us and I gave you an exercise for you to go through Uh, that we can go through together in my 2021 Momentum Focuser. Now, if you haven't got it already, then I suggest that you grab it now and come along the ride with me, come along this journey with me. Uh, Grab it now, so push pause. Um, If you don't have it, you can DM me, you can PM me, you can send me some smoke signals and I will send it your way. Of course, you can find it in my free Facebook group, uh, Profitable and Successful Salon Owners, or Facebook page, Instagram, just send me a message. I'll send it your way. Uh, Now, we talked about the fact that what got you here to this very point that you are at in your journey is not necessarily going to be the thing that was going to get you to where you actually want to to go. Each stage of your business, I believe, needs uh, a different focus. Uh, It needs a different focus from you as the salon CEO. And I gave you some details around how to recognize what stage of business that you're in uh, and what part of the business journey that you are traveling and the kind of things that you should, could, would be focusing on um, for this year as a result of that. So I've also put it in the 2021 Momentum Focuser because I want you to have a visual representation of what it looks like and what you could, should, would be focusing on. All right. So if you haven't already listened to those, go back, get those, listen to those, or at least put them on the list and make sure you go back and uh, have a listen if you haven't already. Grab that momentum focuser um, and let's work on this together. Come along this journey with me and let's plan it out. Okay, right. Let's dive into this week's uh, episode. Because I really want to talk about this word, you've probably heard me talk about it a lot, this word overwhelm, because I think the biggest entrepreneurial roadblock to success is overwhelm. And I really want to help you ditch that overwhelm and get some clarity into your life, into your business life, so you can truly smash your goals of 2021. Last week, uh, we set some pretty huge goals together. Um, So let's talk about that. 
And I want to talk about how that setting goals and actually achieving them, I think is so much dependent on time. So let's talk about time. I think it's a really important element in terms of success, the entrepreneurial journey, the business growth journey. We also are in a business model that we sell time. We think we sell haircuts and facials, but actually we sell blocks of time. And so every hour block of your time is super valuable to you. And the time that you have available to actually put strategies into place uh, for your business, for the growth, for you to achieve your goal, it really comes down to blocks of time. And when we get overwhelmed, we get brain scattered, right? We get brain scattered and we can't manage our time effectively. And we often, it often means that we don't put the right amount of time aside to do the big things in our business that actually move the needle. And we can really easily fall into the trap of doing stuff feel like we're productive because we're doing stuff that's keeping us busy. We're getting lots of ticks. But to be fair, we're doing the wrong stuff. We're doing the little stuff. We're either doing, as we talked about in the last episode, the wrong stuff at the right, the wrong stuff at the wrong time of our business journey. But also I believe that we can end up doing what I would call sand and pebbles type of work. Sand is the stuff that takes five minutes to do. We can get a tick, but it's the little small stuff. It's the stuff that gets us through. It's playing in the sand. It's kindergarten stuff. Uh, or we can do the pebbles. Now, pebbles are sort of the bigger things, but they're operational. They're the things that need to happen in your business on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. But do you know what? It's not the big rocks. It's not the big rocks that are really going to drive and change your business model or change your business operations or change your profitability or change your team dynamics or change the setup of your business. Those are the things that we need to do. And then what stops us from doing that is not managing our time effectively because we are time poor. We don't have any time. We haven't planned in advance to create time for the things that are coming in our business, the things that we need to do to get to where we want to go. And so first things first, I believe one of the roadblocks is you're stuck behind the chair serving clients. Don't get me wrong, I love serving clients. It's what I do too. But I think we need to get off the floor. And if you are fully on the floor and believe that I love serving my clients and I just want to do that and I just happen to have a business and I can do both, well, I think, I think you're wrong on that. I was that guy too. I thought I actually truly believe that I used to think I was Wonder Woman, not because I had a big ego and thought that I'm Wonder Woman, I can do everything. But I thought I was Wonder Woman in the respect that I just thought that I could pile more stuff on and get shit done. I didn't know how to say no, and I didn't know how to manage my time. So I believe that you need to get off the floor. You cannot grow your business while you are serving clients 40, 50 hours of the week. You desperately need to change uh, to change that, that business model for yourself. Create some time to work on your business, because unless you change, guess what? Nothing will change. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Uh, so if you're serving clients, then I ask you, who the heck is running your business? Uh, I think stop serving clients full time, truly step into your role as salon CEO. Now, don't freak out on me. You don't have to come off the floor 100%, uh, although 100% that's achievable. Um, but I reckon the optimum amount of time to be working on your business, running your business as the CEO, as the manager and driving it forward. Now, caveat, depending on the size of your business, but I think the average time is around 20 hours, right? Slightly less if you're smaller, 
uh, I don't think it necessarily needs to be more when you're bigger. We just need to be smart with our time, right? What you do with the other time is really up to you. And I think that makes it really exciting. If I can dedicate 20 hours of my time to working on my business strategically, big rocks, maybe some pebbles, and minimize or delegate or delete the sandy stuff, the kindergarten stuff, the stuff that you can pay other people to do, then what you do with the other time is up to you. Now, you might be caring for children. I think that's a really valid time when your kids are little that you want to spend time with them, even if they're big. Uh, teenagers just need, I think, need just as much time, just different kind of time to uh, toddlers and babies. Maybe you spend the rest of your time, when I say rest of your time, like most people work a 40-hour week. Uh, and if you spend 20 hours a week working on your business, what are you going to do with the other? It might be caring for your children. It might be serving the clients that you love and doing the thing that drew you to get into business in the first place. Uh, it might be walking, enjoying the beach, having lunch with friends. It might be going to the gym. It might be being based at front of house and directing your team. Maybe you step into that role. It doesn't matter what you do. What, I, what is important is that you are intentional about what it is that you do, right? Um, I just believe you simply can't be working in your business all of the hours while also working on your business uh, to the best of your ability. You're not giving your business, yourself, your team, even your family, the best shot at you. Then you're not giving them the best version of you. Like, I really believe you can't grow your business uh, in the 15-minute gaps between clients or from your laptop in bed at 11 o'clock at night. Besides, this is no way to live. Do you agree? Are you with me? Are you hearing me? Um, I think you need to, you know, you need that time to implement systems, structures, employ, train, uh, grow new team members, ensure that your team will, to, will continue to grow and thrive as you step into a leadership role. You need face time in front of your team. You need to lead them to the promised land. Um, and I think you can't do that while you're doing hallway management. Do you know when you're passing people by and you say, hey, can you do that, not do that? Uh, change it, do that. That's that's no way to manage a team. That's hallway management. Now, if you're already off the floor, I give you a virtual high five <laughs> and you're working more on your business than you are in your business, then high five to you. Well done. Um, I, but I, yeah, I don't know what you're thinking about all of this. I don't know what I should be doing when I'm not serving clients as, as, as often a common question um, or if you're dealing with all of the fireballs that your team throw at you with the minute that you walk in the day uh, walk in the door or even during the day that they're constantly throwing fireballs at you um, and you think okay great I hear you Larissa I know I need to step away I know I need to do things differently um, but how do I get off the mouse wheel and I don't know what I should be doing instead of what I'm doing currently. And that usually is a roadblock to change because why would you change something when you don't know what you're changing it to? So if it feels like a huge leap from where you are right now, well, then that's okay. Like, I think be true to where you are in the journey right now. You know, if, you're, if, it's a, if you've got a map and you're wanting to go from Melbourne to Sydney and you know that you need to get to Sydney, doesn't matter where you are in the journey. The, the main thing is that, that you know you're on the road and that you're on the journey. It doesn't matter where the pin is right now. Um, it's just recognizing and being true to where you're at and knowing that you'll get there. And 
if that is you and you're not quite sure what you should be doing or how that quite works, I did some episodes uh, throughout 2020 that I think would be useful for you to go and backfill that, that, that missing information. So one of them is called the three stages every salon owner goes through. And I want you to know about that. In that episode, you're going to learn um, a little bit about what got you here won't get you there. Um, we've talked about that just in a recent episode. And I talk a little bit about the first role, the operator, the person that uh, serves the clients. Uh, and that's the focus of the operator is, is doing clients. We need to be good at that. We know how to, we need to know how to perfect that. The second role is the manager. And as the manager, uh, what should you, could you, would you be doing at that time? What is the role of the manager? And the third role, of course, is the salon CEO. We talked a little bit about this uh, in the last episode in terms of working on the right things for the right role. Um, and I think the manager stage is the hardest stage, actually, because you're, you're kind of stuck in the middle of both. And most managers in the manager stage are juggling both roles. They're the operator and trying to be the CEO and the manager at the same time. It's a tough one. So I talk a little bit about that in the episode. Um, and we talk about some things that you can do to step off the mouse wheel. So I'm going to leave the, the link to that episode in the show notes of this podcast. Um, so make sure that is on your to-do listen list for these summer holidays. Okay, another one, if you're still feeling like this is a huge leap, another one to go and listen to is creating space to transform your business. Um, and uh, the three things holding your salon hostage. That's another good one. I'm going to leave the link to these. Uh, another one is the number one purpose of a salon CEO. Um, and I think those will help you sort of backfill and reframe uh, all of the things that I think you need to know to really become a true business owner, a true salon CEO. All right, if something needs to change, then this, it's time. Let's start talking about this, achieving more. Do you know what? I actually think it's for me, and I know this is going to sound really counterintuitive. I think you need to start doing less to achieve more. Do less, achieve more, move faster. Funny that, right? What I want you to do now is grab the 2021 Momentum Focuser. If you haven't already, I'm going to remind you, go and grab it, send me a PM, DM, smoke signals, and I'll send it to you. Um, okay. Let's start about uh, doing the right things. Now, we talked about that in the first episode of this Level Up 2021 series. Um, I want to focus, though, when you're starting to think about doing the right things and creating an action plan, I want you to start thinking about it from a point of view of, or, or at least to be mindful of some of the things that are going to stop you from getting shit done, getting the right shit done, right? So let's talk about things. Here, let's talk about um, minimizing overwhelm and keeping super focused. So there are four things I want to talk about today to ensure that you don't go into over overwhelm and that you do get shit done, right? Um, making sure you don't stall and that you actually stay focused. Hey, hey, it's me here, Larissa here, just popping in to talk to you about something interesting. Don't worry though, we'll get back to the episode in just a sec. But for now, I wanna ask, do you feel like 2020 has been a super rocky road, like lots of unexpected potholes in the journey of salon business? Well, maybe you felt deflated, overwhelmed, and that the stress is starting to seep into every aspect of your life. Well, 
I want to give you a fresh start in 2021, a chance to rewrite your own ending, take matters into your own hands, and actually be the one who decides to go for it and take a leap and make a change in your life and your business. Now, if this sounds like you, let's chat. I'd love to help you level up your business in 2021 and bring a new chapter, a chapter of success. So if you want to find out more, then just DM me, PM me, let's chat. And you can tell me a little bit about your salon, your team, your goals. Let's see if we are a good fit to work together. Let's make a plan for you. All right, let's get back to the episode. Now, number one is creating a plan, creating a game plan. So let's actually do this together. I've got an exercise for you to do this in the 2021 Momentum Focuser. You can grab it now. And um, the best way to beat overwhelm is to have a really clear and focused plan. Uh, what you will do and what you'll actually say no to for this period. Um, I think what we say no to is just as powerful as what we say yes to. And so I want you to think about six, that's all, six big rocks that you're going to tackle in 2021. Now, the reason I say six is in Sour Mastery, we, we break the year up into six two-month chunks. We used to do quarterly plans, but I actually think quarterly is too long. Three months or 12 weeks is a really long stint, and we run out of juice before we can get through that. So we break it up into two-week, uh, sorry, two-month plans, and we really double down and focus and go hard for six weeks, and then we have a little bit of a cool-down period where we just wrap up projects and we get things done uh, completed and if we need to we have a little bit of a rest and when I mean big rocks I mean the big things the big strategies that are that you really want to implement in your business that are going to move the needle not the pebbles not the sand the big rocks so the first thing I want you to do is write down in your momentum focuser what are the six big things that you really want to achieve this year in 2021 and then the next step I want you to do is to think about what are the three just three actions that you need to take over the next 60 days. So 60 days is a two month uh, sprint. What, and, and in that time, there might only be one or two big rocks because what, break, what falls down from the big rock, the big projects uh, are the pebbles. The pebbles are the actions that are gonna come out of that. So a big rock might be that I want to create uh, a development plan for my team. I want to do tiered pricing with a pay structure so my team really have a future with me inside of my business. That's a pretty big rock. And that's something that's going to take a good 60 days to create, implement, talk with my team, develop it, all of those things. It's one of the big rocks that we have available in the Salon Mastery uh, program. And even though I've done it for you, I've broken it down step by step, um, all the frameworks and templates are there, it still is a big rock. And when we set out a big rock that we want to work on, we need to break that down into action steps that we're going to do. What comes first? And once we've done that, what's going to come after that? We want to break it step by step. So what I want you to do is to work on the six big things you're going to do for the year, but what are the three actions that you're going to take over the next 60 days? And work through that. Pause now if you need to, and write down those things that you want to do over the next two months. The third step is to take those three actions that you've got in your 60 day plan and to start writing a more detailed uh, action list for the next 
30 days? What are the three key things that you need to do over the next 30 days? And maybe if you're doing this between Christmas and New Year, you might say, once I get back into January, once I get back uh, after my holiday, what are the three things that I'm going to get done in the next 30 days? And start to write that out in detail. And if it feels big, you know, like sometimes, how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. And I want you to spend the time breaking down the list. Take your time on this because I believe that we plan too little and we act too, too much. We take more action than we should and we plan not enough. And I believe if we plan a little bit, if we plan enough at the beginning, we'll actually execute better, more clearly. We won't make so many mistakes. So take the time to really flesh it out. Um, okay, so now that you have an annual plan, you have a 60-day plan, you have a 30-day plan, you are set and you are golden. Now, number two, um, work smarter, not harder. I believe do one big rock at a time. I think it's counterproductive when you have seven cans open, too many things going on at once, too many times I see too much on the list. Now, I, do you know why I can talk to you about this? I am this person naturally. I've had to learn the discipline to change so I can achieve the things that I want to, to, want to achieve. A little bit of self-discipline and a little bit of planning goes a long, 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 long way. Focus on delivery, quality, satisfaction of doing one or two things at a time really, really well. Close all the other tabs. Give yourself permission to do that next game plan sprint, right? Um, completion over volume, I think, is, is the key here. Because what happens is I see too many people complete things to 80%. I call it finish lineitis. Do you know, we're working on something, we can see the finish line, but we get bored. We're, we're nearly done. And I don't know why we get bored, but we lose momentum when we stop. How many 80% completed projects do you have? Like be truthful, be honest with yourself. Put your hand up, let me know in the comments. Uh, come and tell me in the DMs because I see you. I know you uh, because I was you. I want you to complete, refine and double down on doing things properly. Being a CEO means planting the seed, watering the seed, uh, putting sunshine on the seed, waiting for it to grow, a trunk, some trees, some leaves before the apple comes, right? Too often we just go to the supermarket and we buy the apple and then we wonder why our business uh, is not growing, it is not successful. We are not patient. We need to learn some patience here. So um, work smarter, not harder. Are you with me? Step number three, uh, do things that work and let go of what doesn't. Now that sounds kind of obvious, but it's not. Uh, in our first exercise, you would have uncovered some of the things in the what, uh, what works and what will you do differently? What's working? What have you learned? The first exercise that we did in this Level Up 2021 series. And you will have uncovered some of the things uh, in that initial planning session right? Do you, did you do it? And if you haven't, go back and do it. Um, I want you to focus on the things that have moved the needle. Go back and remember the things that move the needle in your business and give yourself permission to let go of the things that just aren't working. I think one of the things that you need to do in 2021 is make sure you've got some measurement stick to know if the stuff that you are doing, doing is actually working. Like how often are you doing things because you've always done them and that you don't actually know if they're working or not. 
you haven't actually gone to check, you just do them. For example, uh, social media is one of those things that I, I'm doing social media, I'm ticking it, I feel productive because I'm getting ticks, but is it actually working? Are you getting engagement? Is it actually bringing people in? Are people liking uh, your content or are they just scrolling on by it? Are people even seeing your content? Have you lost your engagement reach? Like, do you know this? And so I think slow down. Let's make sure things are working and really work on the things that are working. And if they're not, focus on those things until they work. Like we have limited time as a business owner. We have limited time available to us as a CEO because we are juggling all the things. We don't have time to invest on things that actually aren't giving us the return on our, our time investment, right? Um, so I want you to ask yourself, are you doing this because it's the way that you've already done it or is there a better way? And the only way that you will know that is to have some kind of measuring stick to be able to tell you if it is working. And if it's not working, sometimes you have to ditch it, decide not to do it, delete it, uh, or choose to put it on your planning period and uh, focus on it until it works. Tweak, refine, until it works. Okay, step number four, create space for creativity. This is kind of my favorite one. We kind of talked about this a little bit in our previous exercise where we set some goals for ourselves. We set some goals financially, but we also set some goals on the hours that we wanted to work and also how many weeks of the year that we wanted to work so we can create some space for ourselves. Because if your best ideas are coming to you while you are in the shower, you have a CEO problem. You are not creating enough space in your life to think. One of your roles as the salon CEO is to be the visionary, the creative one, so you can lead your business and yourself and your team to be its best, to perform at its best. And if you're bogged down, busy being busy, and you're having your best ideas in the shower or in the middle of the night, you haven't created enough space for you to think strategically, to problem solve, uh, to think things through. And so my solution, actually, you'll love this one, take more holidays, take more time off in your business, because this gives you white space in your brain. Your future business requires you to do this. Book in some self-care, book in some time out, walks in nature, time away with the family, sit on the beach, whatever that looks like for you. If you are jam-packed 24-7, working on Sundays, can't take a break for yourself, and you are amped up tight as a knot, running around on the mouse wheel, your business is suffering. So uh, we talked about the amount of hours that you are going to work, are not going to work. One of the things in the last episode, one of the things that you need to commit to yourself is to commit to that, commit to space. I call it white space for your brain to just breathe, close some of the tabs. You know, when you've got your computer open, you've got too many tabs opening and the, and the computer is making that whirring noise. I want you to close those tabs so the noise goes down on the computer and you can really complete a project at a time, whatever that is. Okay, I hope you are excited by now of some of the things that you've put into place. Um, and there's one more thing that you need to do to level up in 2021. And that is, how am I going to make this happen? Do I need to get some help? Um, because I believe you should not do business alone. I think it's, a, it's a, a lonely time to try and do business alone. Um, so a couple of things. 
I'm hopeless. My mind wanders. I try to be present with my family, but I can get distracted easily, whether that's with shiny objects in business, whether that's uh, my phone with my family. Uh, I'm pretty good at it these days, actively being present. But, you know, I'm always fighting against uh, my mind wandering. And so I need accountability. I need accountability for myself. Uh, so I want to talk about that a little bit and give you some guidance on how you can achieve your goals, uh, your goals and your desires. Um, so let's talk about that accountability. It's one thing to plan, I think. It's another thing to actually follow through and make it happen. So here are four steps for you to give yourself some accountability. Now, because I believe this is so super important, I have put this uh, on the 2021 it's time to do something <laughs> um, on the 2021 Momentum focuser, focuser. I want you to commit to this. And when you write and commit pen to paper, um, there's something really engaging when you, I don't know about you, but most hair and beauty professionals, we're highly visual and we're highly kinesthetic. And when we commit pen to paper, our body is writing it. And it just, I know that sounds weird, but it goes into our body and becomes part of us. We need all of those visuals. You need to be listening to me. You need to be uh, writing things down so you're kinesthetic, kinesthetically connecting with it. See it on the paper and read it along with me using all of our mod modalities to make this stick. So first one, accountability. Make yourself accountable and put reminders everywhere. Uh, if you're a post-it note type of girl, Post-it notes around the house is really useful. Post-it notes in the back room, in your office space, wherever it is that you work. Uh, one I use is I put uh, notes on my phone. I use my calendar for reminders. Um, personal reminders are around four o'clock in the afternoon because I've picked up my kids, I've given them afternoon tea and I can do the personal stuff. Um, I put them early in the morning when, when I'm going to walk the dog because otherwise I, I forget. Uh, the days that I'm going to, gym, to go into the gym, they're in my calendar. Uh, when I want to wake up early for something particular, like I'm really good at doing podcasts early in the morning. So I'll set the reminder in the morning and I'll, the alarm says, go do podcast. <laughs> and if that's going off at 5.30, I don't, just don't go, oh, what's that waking me up for and push snooze. I can see, oh, I'm supposed to do the podcast. Um, so phone, calendar, pin it to the wall, use your passcode if you've got a reminder that you can spell it out or maybe it's a financial goal that you have, make that your passcode on your phone. Um, whatever you do, don't write this stuff down on the 2021 Momentum Focuser, complete it, put it in a drawer, shut the drawer because that is the beginning to the end. You need to have visual reminders. Do you know what sometimes I do? I plan reminders in advance in my calendar so it pops up in a week or two weeks or two months so I remember to do the stuff. So that's a good segue to say two monthly planning. I've talked about that a little bit. In Salon Mastery, we do this together. We run these sprints together. We set up the plans together and we run the sprint for that time. But you can do this too, right? If you've done, if you've come along this journey with me so far, you've done really, really well. So what I want you to do is to book it into your calendar two months from now. So you do this process again, right? It's useful to do it again, but plan it now. Energy is high, excitement is high, you're feeling good about this. Get it into your calendar now because otherwise you are going to forget. It's the only way that you're going to make it happen. Now, the other way to make sure that you complete this is to share it. Um, share it publicly with your team. Tell them the plan. 
uh, tell your loved ones, the important people in your life, what your plans are. When you are, when you are publicly declare actions, this is why people have public marriages. They declare in a public uh, arena so everybody knows that two people are committing together. It takes a village for, uh, for people to have a successful marriage. It also takes a village for people to have a successful business. You need to share it with their important stakeholders. Now, those stakeholders might be business partners, they might be team, they might be your friends, they might be your family. But if you share it, everybody knows and can help you uh, commit to it even if they're not verbally committing to it like oh, I know if I make a public declaration the other day I had to make a public declaration that I was going to the gym actually it was yesterday and the day before I posted in slack this is a communication tool that we use here at salon owners collective and I posted it in there saying tomorrow I'm going to the gym seven o'clock session and my team were accountable and I was like darn it if I don't go I have to make excuses to them and tell them why so sure as eggs I went so share it, make yourself a publicly accountable. Last but not least, get help. Business is lonely enough. Uh, often people around you, not in the business community, people around you, the ones closest to you, often don't understand what it's like to be in business. Um, they either look up to you uh, and think that you're just so, so super amazing, which of course sometimes can make us feel like a little bit like a fraud. Like we see all the pitfalls and the potholes in, in our journey. Um, and all they see is the beautiful glamorous stuff that we put on social media. So it makes us feel like a fraud. Uh, or they think that you're working mad hours and that you're crazy. Like why would somebody work that many hours and put so much into it? Um, or, or they think that you can work your own hours because you work for yourself and then they wonder why you can't catch up for coffee and lunch and, and have this leisurely life and that they can just pop around at any time and they wonder why you work for yourself, don't you? You have a team, don't you? So um, people around you don't always understand what it is like to be in business. And I believe that you should always get help in growing your business and running your business of people that actually understand what it's like to be in the trenches, right? I've always had a network around me. I've been super lucky, but it, I'm lucky because I was an intentional about doing that. I'm not formally trained uh, as a business owner. Uh, I didn't go to university and learn how to do it. I learned it from life experience. I learned it from making lots of mistakes and I paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in educating myself in business. Uh, not formally like university, but paying for coaches, programs, education. I'm constantly doing that. Always have in my salon life and even in this uh, salon owners collective life. So I make sure that I put the right people around me. So first things first, getting help, I believe, speeds up the learning process. It's not giving in to the fact that you don't know things or you know conceding that you don't know everything because you weren't born knowing all of the stuff i actually think it fast tracks knowledge uh, not to not to mention that it minimizes mistakes because you get the benefits of other people's mistakes right um, they can now teach you the right way to do it and minimize the pitfalls and the mistakes that they have made and save you from doing the same so i really think it's a shortcut from someone who's been there and done that Personally, uh, I like to have a balance of input from people outside of the industry and people within my industry. And then I get a really broad balance of 
uh, outside thinking and real in-house strategies. Does that make sense? Um, so I think it's a way to get fresh ideas, different perspectives, specific to the needs of uh, sorry, the needs that you have specifically. All right, I think you need three types of support networks, networks, networks in your business world. First of all, someone that is way ahead of where you are right now, someone who has been where you're going. Then you need someone who is just a few steps ahead of you, someone who has or is doing what you want to be doing, who is currently in it but slightly ahead of you, a community of people who have just been through your stage and it's still fresh and raw in their, in their mind. They've just done it. And then you also need, number three, you also need people who are right there in with you at the same stages, in the trenches with you, a good community of owners at the same level as you doing what it is that you're doing you know your peers right so now it's time to think about what support do you need in 2021 for you to do and achieve the things that you want to achieve now sometimes you need a guiding light right you just need a guiding light uh, because it's simple sometimes you just don't know what you don't know it's good to know that you don't know what you don't know um, and then be part of something that will show you what's even possible. Because I know what it's like sometimes when you get to the end of your knowledge and you're like, uh, I can't see what's next. I don't, know, I don't even know what's possible. And that's a real roadblock to growth. And, it, and it's dangerous, I think, to be in that spot because we can get complacent. And if you look at people in history or even people now that are completely killing it in business today, uh, none of them are going alone. I tell you that right now, even if they're not public about it, um, do you know, no one goes it alone, struggling with battles alone. Uh, of course, they have advisors, coaches, mentors, communities, places to learn. Like, show me a pro athlete that doesn't have a coach. And you're no different. So if you do truly want to level up this year, then I really think it's a must for you. All right, before we wrap up this episode, my last thoughts are, how will you choose to get help in 2021? Now, I've had some great coaches and I've done some great programs, uh, but I've also had some mismatches as well. So I want to give you a couple of quick tips for choosing where you'll get support from and how you'll make the most of it in 2021. So choose someone that you know, that you like, that you trust, get to know them uh, and what they stand for, because what you're paying for is their version of success, their pathway and their way of thinking and their way of doing things. Um, often there is more than one way of doing things, right? So what you're doing by choosing one company or one person or one way of doing things is committing to that one way and following it through to completion. I see too many people trying to follow too many experts all at once and if you do that, you know, you're following guides, mentors, you're following somebody on YouTube and you have a paid mentor as well. It's bloody confusing. And what it does is it actually steps you into overwhelm and you're doing too many strategies that ABC don't match together. You're doing A from one, number, step number two from somebody else and, and step uh, five from somebody else and it doesn't match. I see too many people falling off the bandwagon there and just ending up in confusion. So choose one person that you resonate with, one person, one company, uh, that you agree for the majority with their values and their style. Um, and remember a sprinkle of gut instinct 
definitely goes a long way. Make sure you learn about them, follow them, um, meet them, uh, talk to them in person before you dive in. But when you dive in, dive in 100%. Do commit 100% and do the work. Make the time to show up, to do the work and to follow through. There's no point paying somebody if you're not going to do the work. It's just wasted money. You need to trust the process. Be open and be coachable. 2020 is your one year to level up. Uh, now for me, for you, <laughs> for me, it's about you leveling up and becoming the CEO that you know is inside of you waiting to get out, get a head start into the year and smash it. Now, if you are committed to leveling up in 2021 um, and you fit some of this criteria, then let me tell you, uh, yeah, if you fit some of the criteria, you resonate with what I've talked about today and over the last few episodes, then let me tell you who I work with. Maybe we're a match to work together in 2021. So I work with a certain type of salon owner, uh, salon spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward really to level up in 2021. So if you've got a team of four in your team, uh, maybe seven, maybe more, um, and you're already smashing seven or 8K a week, uh, maybe more, then I help salon owners prepare to, to grow from seven or 8K to 10 or 12K a week, from 10 or 12K a week to 13, 14, 16, 20, Okay, now if you're a 20K a week salon, that's a million dollar a year salon. Um, if you're more than ready to step into becoming the salon CEO uh, and really step into growing your business rather than just, I guess, clawing back from these really challenging times that we've had in 2021, you're not prepared to settle for average, uh, then we should talk. If you wanna grow your team, and grow a sustainable business over the long term that's not centered around you so that you can enjoy a little bit of freedom along with all of your success. Like uh, we have to create space for success. We have to create space for what's coming. Now, if you're really willing, you're really open, you're coachable, uh, and you're prepared to put the right strategic system into your business to take massive action now, then in 60, day, 60 days time from now, things could be completely different from you, uh, for you. Uh, a year from now, life and business could be better than you actually ever imagined. So if you want to chat, let's see if we're a fit, then send me a DM, a PM, smoke signals, <laughs> ask in the group. Uh, I'm pretty easy to get hold of. Let's jump on a call and let's have a chat and let's see if we're a good fit uh, to work together. Uh, now, if you don't fit that criteria yet uh, and you feel like, oh, I'm not quite big enough. I'm not quite doing that money quite yet. My team's not quite big enough. I also do work with smaller salons. I wanna help you uh, dive in and create forward momentum so you do qualify for the Salon Mastery Program. Let's chat also, DM me. Okay, I can't wait to chat with you. Can't wait to find out more about your salon. So that's all I have to say about that. Now, let's talk about the summer holidays, maybe the winter holidays, depending on where you are in the world over this new year break. I'm going to be camping because it's summer here, supposedly. It's raining right now. Um, supposedly camping in the backyard of my mum. Uh, we are spending Boxing Day with my mum this year and 
she has moved house. They have moved to a smaller place because they're retired now. And it means that when we all come together, my sister and my brother come uh, with, with you know, various children, uh, we can't all fit in her house. So we're volunteered to be the family that camps in the backyard. I'm kind of looking forward to it, right? And then we head off to the in-laws and uh, at least we have a little batch in their backyard where we all, we have our own little space. So even though we're out of the main house at my in-laws place, we at least have our own little space. So we'll be close to the beach, lots of beach walks, relaxing, sunshine, hopefully. <laughs> all right, that is a wrap. Make sure you got a copy of the 2021 Momentum Focuser. And I shall catch you same time, same place on the podcast next week. Thanks for hanging out. Ciao for now. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I absolutely loved our chat. I do appreciate it. And just remember, if you want to chat about your business and see if I can help, find me a messenger and look forward to chatting to you then. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you again in your earbuds. Same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.